This is Dave. This is Duncan. This is Joanna. This is Will. Yanni. Caitlin. Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. going to happen. I've already had a buttload of MRIs in my life. So I'll just get a tattoo here that says warning contains magnets. <laughs> That's... But, well, actually, what I've heard is that the, the, with that particular technology, um, they... What I've heard is that, that with that particular technology, like you become sort of desensitized to it after times. Like, it forms a cyst around it, and you become less and less sensitive over time, so it kind of wears out. It depends on which kind you get. Oh, really? Plus, you okay. get ten fingers. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are some... The the new way they do it uses a different kind of implant. Uh, a different kind of a ca- encapsulation. So, mm, okay. um, which which doesn't... It doesn't piss off your body as much, so you form a cyst around it in the mm. same way. Because... Originally, what they were doing is they were like dipping it in, uh, in a, in a, a coating that you use for medical implants, but like they they weren't even um, using like custom made capsule or anything. Oh, and just then dipping it. In. Yeah, and hmm. now they actually have you know a company that that goes out of its way to to make sure it's in there. Well, it's a real underground thing at first, right? Yeah. Transhumanism it's still fascinates me. Technically mm-hmm. assault to really? pierce someone with one, with one because it's not ones? medically indicated for any mm-hmm. reason. Although that's kind of and weird you that you can get numb it. Yeah. Because you can you use, use ice. Yeah. But you can't use like chemicals. Yeah, you can't use local anesthesia yeah. or anything. Why not? Because it's, you know, not a it's completely, um, it's a medical procedure. Mm, one could if it were a medical procedure. Yeah, but it, it's yeah. really cosmetic. Or you could mm-hmm. just do it legally. Well, oh, that's Which what is what everyone do. does, yeah. evidently. Um, but you can't secure, you know, the numbing agents. That seems legally. really strange. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that you'd be able to, uh, I mean, what about breast implants? That's, That's an done by plastic. cosmetic yeah. procedure done by a plastic surgeon. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with uh, the magnet, then? It seems like a very similar thing. It doesn't make your breast bigger, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and therefore it's Most illegal. As <laughs> you've identified the, uh, the, uh, the, the difference. You know, I think it's really weird, though, because you'd think that... You would think there'd be more overlap. Mm-hmm. I always expect there to be more overlap between um, cosmetic surgeons... Uh, and uh, body modification art- artists, but there's almost zero. Yeah. What if you got magnets and breast implants at the same time? Mm. Magnetic breast, breast implants. implants. <gasps> like the witch's <laughs> tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Also a compass. Yes. I always know which way north it is. Actually... <laughs> Actually, that's one of the well, not in breasts, but one of the 
practical uses of the implants that they've used. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was a lot. A lot of it was mm-hmm. detecting electrical and magnetic fields. Yeah, like, that's the. You want to know if a wire is live? You just put your finger near it, and it'll yeah. tell you. Lots of engineers have. Uh, most of the people who are getting them are engineers. That seems like a really good thing yeah. to have as an engineer, yeah. especially yeah. if you're working with a lot of like high voltage electrical. Oh stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Frick yes. Yeah. That is that is actually some amazingly low tech cyborging. Yeah. yeah. Well, now did you see the future that, is now. We're we're already living in the future. Did you? I mean, I want I want Google Glass. Yeah. We were talking before about how like I want. I I, I put in my like Twitter application. Need a heads up, personal heads up display. Yeah, yeah. You still have, still have to spend fifteen hundred dollars for the unit. They don't they don't buy it for you. You're just getting in line to purchase. Mm-hmm. Which I guess yeah. is dumb. That's whatever. <laughs> for me, that is when the future happens. As soon as that happens, it happens. For everyone the is happens. everyone is constantly living in augmented reality. I want that. Mm-hmm. Did you did you hear about now that they they're they've got um they're doing prosthetics that are directly wired into the nerves with transdermal implants. I saw that in a magazine at the library. Yeah, I think. it was in. I yeah. think it was in. I saw it on probably on Silent Science Daily or something mm-hmm. like that today. But like, yeah, they they this guy's missing part of his arm, like below the elbow. Mm-hmm. They have transdermal. <coughs> they've got the prosthetic crossing the skin border, anchored directly into the bone. They've wired it directly into his nerves. He has multiple like degrees of freedom simultaneously. They're actually talking about having sensation pass back along too, so you can actually Ooh. feel things. Yeah, I know. That's that I can't believe incredible. they can do sensation. Yeah. And your brain is so plastic. Your somatic map will remap, and you'll actually be able to. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what your homunculus would look like at that point. <laughs> yeah. Probably the same. Probably, probably. Mm. Well, because you no, because you need that the, the the way you get prostheses to work, even even a basic. Like a like a peg is by taking advantage of the phantom limb you already have. Yeah, yes. that's what I was just thinking yes. is how that would overlay yeah. on your phantom. Interestingly, limb. people who have been, are born without limbs, like a like a thalidomide, um, uh, people, uh, you know, what is the term? So, well, we, we call thalidomide babies, but that's probably kind of rude. Yeah. Yeah, they're all uh, there's there's a technical term for it. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh. but they actually have um, sometimes have phantom limbs where they've never had a limb before, which I think is really fascinating. Yeah. The somatic map is expecting a limb there. Although, yes, um, and you can you can trigger them to use a prosthesis taking by taking advantage of, their... of the phantom limb for the limb they've never had. And interestingly, um, the Phantom limb sensations that people have when they lose limbs, um, it's often um, happens, you know, when when the lo- the areas local on that homunculus start encroaching on the space yeah. of the mm-hmm. one happened, and so you can track the part of the face, like for example, on the arm, it's a part of the face and it's a part of a shoulder that start mm-hmm. encroaching, so you can track the area of the face where stimulating it will cause pain in the phantom. It actually does this pain. You can't look at the, the phantom limb is itchy. You can't just scratch your face and it make it work better. Mm-hmm. That kind of stinks. <laughs> yeah. Well, but well, you can do similar things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can stop whatever is touching that part of the face, and it'll cause stop the stimulation. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, I've also heard that you can trick the brain if you use a mirror. You can yeah. trick the brain. Into, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The same percentage of people that'll work for is the same percentage of people in the genuine genuine pop, uh, population who you can cause the sensation of a phantom using that same trick. Mm. So, neat. Yeah. I saw somewhere where someone took uh, 
glass lenses that would invert mm -hmm. everything. Uh, mm -hmm. And like after three days uh, or so, the brain just turned the image around again. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. the thing is, is is we actually see everything upside down, and our Anyways. brain compensates. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you sort of imagine that that the visual cortex has evolved to sort of map everything inverted. So the fact that it can invert itself again is actually pretty impressive. Like. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it, you get used to it so quickly. Three days is yeah, really that's quick. Shocking. Really, and to be able to, like, and is that three days like you could catch a ball if somebody yeah. threw it at you? Yeah. That's yeah. They did this with athletes. Yeah. Oh, seriously? That's yeah. so yeah. badass. I want to, um, man. So then, then it has to come to the question of, like, all right, now obviously, current legal issues with the Blade Runner side. <laughs> you could get a prosthesis that, you could, that would allow you to feel. That would allow, but it would also allow you to do things that you couldn't do. Would you mm -hmm. volunteer to have your limbs amputated yes. to be replaced? You know, I've been contemplating parts? that issue. The moment it is economic and safe, we get all robot limbs. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> especially with the, like with my problems with vago vago syncope in response to like seeing blood. If I can replace my limbs with something that don't have blood in it, when, <laughs> like <laughs> like paper cool. cut, all, no all your, blood. Is that because your, all your blood vessels dilate and it reduces blood blood uh, blood flow to your brain, or how does that actually work? Um, here is the explanation I heard on Law and Order Criminal Intent, which everyone knows <laughs> is the source of all oh, knowledge. Absolutely, yeah. Um. When I see blood, I start to hyperventilate, which puts pressure on my vagus nerve, causing me my blood pressure to plummet. In natural reflux, present in 10% of the population. Ah, well, that sounds about right. So is, yeah. is the vagus nerve the one that they say that people die on the people die on the toilet because when you it, that so pooping yeah. stimulates it, so like your heart rate declines if you already have heart disease, you die. Yeah, I believe that's also the one. Yeah, I think okay. so, yeah. But the, the Goran explanation is actually the correct explanation, I believe, because Goran is everything, but also because it's true. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so what basically what happens is uh, the idea, well, whether or not it's some people, it's like hyperventilation, other people, it's just a reflex, but mm -hmm. the, the nerve, pressure gets put on the nerve, the idea in the adaptationist perspective, which is extremely questionable, at least from a philosophy of science pretentious <laughs> Is that sort of like evolutionary psychology, but for other things? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly it. There you it's go. like taking that, that extremely questionable, there's a thing, that means it's perfectly explanations a, a for everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it All the biases we have must be yeah. <laughs> There's no way this could possibly a side, be a side effect of another trait or, you know, an accident of the way sometimes we have genetic drift and stuff. But anyway. No, not at all. No, no, no. Uh, or just, or just, you know, a social construct. Yeah. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so what is the adaptationist explanation, which is bullshit? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it also could possibly be true, but it's probably bullshit. The idea is that... Um, if you are seeing blood, it's possible there you're in a situation where you yourself could be losing blood, so it could be adapted for you to lose blood, blood. pressure and pass out to prevent your own blood from loss. Bleeding out. Right. That makes any sense at all. Right. But so do But then why does it only affect ten percent of the population? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and, and, and wouldn't it also be adapted to 
I don't know, get out of the way. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, I mean, you your should... adrenaline gland kicks in, and that increases heart rate and blood flow. Right. And so it's sort of the opposite, two opposite effects going on precisely. at the same time. The, 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 I, see, I think the problem with Evo Psych and adaptationism in general is that it's, 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 it doesn't take, it's like Bayesian inference without knowing the priors. Does that <laughs> yeah, make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is. So. Well, there's crunchy and creamy adaptationism. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm eat it straight, Sorry, that's I, a big fuckerism. On, yeah. on, on, on a sandwich, I prefer crunchy, but if I'm eating it straight, I definitely prefer creamy. Yeah. <laughs> is it a big old spoonful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a big old spoonful yeah. of peanut butter. It's like, I need protein today. Yeah. I see, I'd rather have creamy that's an adaptation right there. crunchy if I'm eating it straight. Mm. Give it a little more texture, a little more yeah. light. Yeah. There is something to be said for, like, especially if you have really soft bread and, mm-hmm. like, jelly with no, um, like, chunks of anything. Like, it's not a jam. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a real jelly. And then have the pure, the, the perfect creamy peanut butter. It's just... It's just like eating, like, butter. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. I usually just use honey. Yeah. That's right. Um, honey as, like, sandwich lubricant. Um, <laughs> 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 I, I couldn't Pe- find a better word. Together is just—I don't know. It's—it's it's got something that, yeah. uh, like, it's got to be mixed too. Not like a layer of peanut butter and then a layer of honey. You have to take mm. it and actually mix the. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, you might as well throw the banana on too. What? Peanut <laughs> honey banana is delicious. The dismissiveness. Sure, I, I know. It's just <laughs> like that's so pedestrian. <laughs> peanut butter and honey. Okay. Peanut butter, honey, and banana. <laughs> no. Too much work. We're about Too to have, much. A, have a, a, a religious conflict. <laughs> so we almost had a fight earlier over whether or not it was the flying spaghetti monster or the invisible pink unicorn. <laughs> no, it was. It I was am a follow. I am a worshiper of her horniness. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Yanni is a follower of the, uh, the teapot. The oh, teapot. oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a Sunday pastafarian. Sunday <laughs> 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 is a good day to make some pasta. Wow. Like I said before, I think as far as fake religions go, I'm, I'm an Arisian. I'm a Discordian. Um, <laughs> I'm a member of the Church of the Subgenius. I wasn't until 98 when I didn't get to go, so. Oh. Unless I did, and I'm just my clone. <laughs> You'll never know. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.